views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Now is the time to awaken your body and let your spirit come alive. Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto is coming up next. Tune in as Dana advocates truth, embodiment, and empowering women to access their true power and come home to themselves in body, mind, and soul. You're in for an amazing hour with Dana and Dr. Pat as they discuss the body being the sacred vehicle toward accessing your true divinity, unique essence, and place in the world. Now, here are your hosts, Dana and Dr. Pat. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It is so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Dana Canetto joining me here today, and I am so thrilled to be introducing all of you to her. Um, And, you know, Dana, but I don't want to kind of give the formal introduction because I really want to talk with you about you and your vision and mission before we talk about today's topic. Um, Today's show, I love this topic from self-sabotage to self-love. And this is so important, whether you're a man or a woman, but you know what I'm talking about. And if not, get ready for this today. You know, Dana, thank you for today. You and I are co-hosting the show and co-hosting the series. And I want to stop for a minute to talk with you about you. Um, The reason I I, I want you to share your story of the journey of where you were before you and I met and what has changed for you and what is it about the expansive nature of your work that is literally taking off. So great to have you here, Dana. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Pat. It's so great to be here again and good to hear your voice and hello to everybody out there. And I'll be happy to share, uh, yeah. you know, where I've come through and from and <laughs> this entire journey that I've been on since now, since now today, um, which really started a fairly a long time ago. Now, now I see that. I don't think I realized that, um, you know, I used to say like, oh, this started around the age of 21 where I really kind of lost myself. And, you know, as I've been excavating and seeking myself and my truth and standing in my power, I see as a very little girl, um, just being very sensitive and very empathic. Um, so taking on other people's, you know, emotions and energies. And I always, um, had the ability to just see, other people, um, their essence, you know, the, 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 the essence of really who they are. Um, and in that, uh, you know, I grew up with, uh, a very difficult, um, situation, uh, where I was bullied and, you know, I had, you know, in my view, cause I do believe that we chose our experience in life. I grew up in a, you know, a family that was, uh, you know, wonderful, wonderful upbringing. Yet I see now where I took on a lot of, uh, a lot of patterns of, you know, feeling as if I'm being controlled and feeling as if I'm being judged. Um, so in that, 
you know, and sort of, I mean, I could get into the technicality of it, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into this, but I do mm-hmm. realize, I do realize where I've kind of attracted the same type of situations in my life where I had very, uh, friends who were very judgmental and I took that on. I took yeah. it on as, you know, needing to be a certain way. And what I ended up doing throughout my whole life was literally giving my power away. I formed a, a vow, which is what I call it, uh, with yeah. myself, what, myself when I was little, that I would be the good girl and I would be nice and I would just get along with everybody to keep the peace and not be confrontational. Um, and within that, which is a beautiful way of being to an extent, but like I said, I would... Uh, shrink, not really, uh, I was very reserved and shy. And what ended up happening, uh, you know, as, as years went on was that I was not fully being myself. I wasn't fully being self-expressed because I was very much judged or bullied or controlled. And what happened was after college, um, was really when everything just sort of, Oh, I'm sorry. My phone just went off. I love that. I love that your phone is talking to you because (laughs) this is really a demonstration of how your life has changed since you've said yes to a bigger, uh, a bigger vision, right? How cool is that? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I did a lot of, uh, uh, disassociating from myself, you know, in high school and in college, I drank a lot. Um, did anything to detach from the outer world, you know, which was my way of detaching. And then what then turned into after college was, which was a very stressful experience. It was going back to a lot of change, figuring out who I'm going to be in the world. And I came back home and, you know, here's my mom again, controlling and, you know, trying to, you know, love me in her way. But, uh, I ended up taking charge of my self by uh, saying, you know what, this is it, I'm going to get healthy. And what that looked like to me was spending four hours at the gym and not eating properly and uh, going through quite a few years of battling anorexia. Yeah. Um, Which was a very, very painful experience. But as I look back at it now, gosh, I just, I really honor and appreciate the journey because it's really shown me, uh, how to come home to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that experience, um, as I started, I, I had a near death experience, you know, I, um, found myself passing out all over my apartment at a very mm-hmm. low weight. And I was also drinking a lot then and dabbling mm-hmm. in drugs and like I said, anything to detach. And, um, that was sort of my first wake up call of like, something needs to happen. I, I called 911 on myself. I, got taken to the hospital and was in the hospital for about two weeks with, um, you know, wow. anorexia and my vitals yeah. down. And, yeah. and after that, it took a while for my body to heal because it was so damaged. And I had many, many, many health complications, nerve damage, hormonal imbalance, depression, anxiety. I mean, there's a whole list. I, I really, every like year or so I'd be like, I think things were getting better. And then it was just like something would crash down. Mm-hmm. And then that was when I had to take a stand. You know, I, I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I said, you know, I, I remember it so vividly where I right. just like, you know, soul to soul, eye to eye. I, don't, I think that was the first time I ever looked at myself like that. And I just said, why are you you know, like I heard my higher self say, like, why are you against me? 
Why wow. are you against me? And I and um, it was like this this interaction of like um, just this knowing that like my it wasn't my body that was against me. It was me that was against my my own being myself. There was so much self hate. Mm-hmm. self-loathing and uh that was when I start again you know I've had several wake-up calls or deep dark soul moments and yeah. that was when I started to, have to take charge but it was interesting I wasn't in this world then I mean this is in the 90s and I don't really know yeah oh, exactly no, sorry it was late 90s into just the early 2000s and I don't really know if I don't know how large the community was of coaches and healers and whatnot so I actually started to just go on my own journey um and, and figure it out on my own until I then, you know, later on, as things started to heal, um, then I, I was able to start to get more help. But it was having to surrender. And that's a lot of what this call is about is just yeah. having to surrender to a place of self-love. And I don't think that everybody realizes what self-love is. Um, because it's a very loose word. Yeah, it's a very powerful two words, I should say. And you know, I think a lot of people interpret self-love as like, oh, let me go get a manicure and I'll go get myself, you know, my, my form of self-love back then was like after the week, after a long week of work, I'd go out binge drinking and eating on Sundays and then starving myself the rest of the week, you know, it was like, um, so what my mission really is what I'm understanding and what I used to think, cause I used to do more of health coaching when I first started this work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I so see now, especially working with, with many women through this is it doesn't have to do really with the body. It's not the body we hate. The body is what we're using as the, the tool or the, the thing to punish because deep down inside we are so disconnected from ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love about what you're sharing too here is Dana, listen, you know, there are a lot of things that we believe we do not have control of in this Mm. world. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And the one thing we believe we do have control of is our bodies and ourselves. And so when we can't express ourselves to punish either another person or or react to a situation then we are it and isn't this the form or a form of self-sabotage and the saboteur's role absolutely so and I love that you brought up relationships because yeah you know when I got married um a lot of the the aspect you know that the anorexia was no longer there or any of that but when I got married, it was just another layer that I had to go through of noticing where I would sabotage myself in my relationship because of some things that I still wouldn't take care of within myself. And I actually love talking about this because we're dealing with relationships in our entire life. I mean, you know, everything that we have a relation with is a relationship, (laughs) whether it's people or not. But what we can do is definitely um, sabotage ourselves even by way of having a, you know, I know that for me, I was holding at one point a lot of resentment against myself. But what that would play out as is resentment against my husband or resentment against a good friend of mine or, you know, and then we go into the trigger and we go into the reaction rather than understanding. And this is a part of self-love. This is a part of going in and maybe needing to retreat from the situation and asking yourself, hmm, I have 
something going on here, like a, a trigger, something's yeah. happening, this doesn't feel good. What, what is this? What is this within me? And I know we've, I've talked in past calls about, you know, really what that is coming from, our self-saboteur, is what we brought on as little girls or little boys. What are the things that we took on then that now we are responding or reacting, I should say, to Mm-hmm. in a manner that's not healthy for us or the other person or things that we're relating to. If that's... It totally, totally makes sense. We're going to take a short break, Dana. When we come back, we're going to talk with folks about, listen, what can we do about this? You know, even if the saboteur is working, why does this saboteur exist? And can we control it? If you believe you can control yourself as saboteur, and that means you're sabotaging yourself, right? And if y'all don't know what we mean by that and want to get some help, we have opened up the phone lines today because I don't know about you all listening to this show today, but I will tell you this. Sometimes I know we've heard the expression on my own worst enemy, but what the heck does that look like? How does it show up? And what are we going to be able to do about it? Dana Canetto's in the house today. Body Divinity Radio. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S. 
Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Wow, I am so thrilled to be connecting with all of you. So I want everybody listening in the show right now is to write down our call-in number because we've got one coaching session to give away with Dana. Um, She has put a special free session um, in play for all of you that want to get some help and you want to stop sabotaging yourself. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. We'll take the first caller. Dana, before we get back to this, it's a big conversation, super important. Now, you are putting together a lot of different events. Tell us a little bit about what you've put together and how you're bringing people together to really join in on a conversation that is about the solution. Yeah. So, well, one of them specifically I would love to talk about is the Body Divinity Tribe, um, which is a beautiful place, a space for women to just come together and share what's going on for themselves right now. You know, that's, it's, there's a lot of chaos going on in the world. Um, and we can all feel that to some level and how do we move through these times? So anyway, the, the tribe is, um, really from so many different topics around our health, around this self-sabotage, self-love and fear, guilt, shame. And it's a Facebook group that I formed um, subscription-based because what we're doing is I'm holding two, uh, they usually run about 90 to two-hour calls um, twice a month, and there's live Q&A, so women come on the call, they ask questions, I coach them, and then within the Facebook page, it's just 24-7 access to, so if there's questions, and that's the biggest thing I have going on right now um, in terms of something virtual that everybody can partake in. So, um, yeah, 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 I love it. Give out your website. Tell folks how they can sign up, how they can find out more. Yeah. So the website is my name. So it's www.dana.danacanetto.com. And if you look for uh, danacanetto.com forward slash body hyphen divinity hyphen tribe is where you can check that out and sign up for that. Um, the first three, 30 days are free, so you can even sign up. And if you choose not to stay it, you stay within it, you can just, you know, end that within the 30 days. But it's it's pretty awesome. And there's, you know, there's already calls in there that we've done in the past. So you get free access to those, too. I think we've done four already. I opened it in the beginning of this year. 
Awesome. Um, okay, let's get back to this conversation, which is sure. super important. You know, now I realize that I have done some things to cause a a situation where I've become now my own worst enemy. Mm. How do I befriend myself again? Where do I start with this? Yeah. So I like to look again. I sort of, you know, said this in a little context before, mm-hmm. but I like to look at the, you know, there's like the, our higher self and our ego in play. Um, you know, when we were very small and when our egos were forming, we created these beliefs, you know, these ideas about ourselves or way of being. So say we're in some traumatic experience and we realize we need to play small or not be too visible because we might have that experience show up again. That might be the belief that we have. Okay. So as an example, we might sabotage ourselves as a way to not, not go forward in life with some of our goals, Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. So in terms of the self-sabotage, the reason why I sort of threw that example out there is because Mm -hmm. When I hear this, these messages coming in of like, you can't do this, you, you don't know what you're doing, that's my inner child. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the little self that is using this self-saboteur as a way to protect me. So um, the way that I can, we can befriend it is to understanding that at one time this, this self-saboteur uh, protected us. It's not something or our ego. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not something that we want to push away, ignore, or hate on because actually that's just going to perpetuate the situation because it's going to bring us to that lower vibration. It's going to bring us to that place of more self-hate. Mm-hmm. So if we can actually listen to it and understand it and ask it, what, what is it, you know, in other words, what is it you're trying to protect me from? Well, I'm prote- trying to protect you from failing. Okay, I see that. Well, thank you for that information. But I now understand that, you know, I'm a big girl now. Yeah. (laughs) I know how to handle the situation rather than I, you know, better than I did when I was little or when when we were little. You know, however you want to have this conversation. I sometimes go into a quiet space and I close my eyes and I have this conversation with my self-saboteur you know, to understand what is it really there for me? What is it doing? And if, and knowing that it's trying to protect me and having compassion for that, for that little child or that inner child that was once scared and needed to use this as her guard or his guard. Well, um, one, yeah. there's a reason that this is important. And that is that, you know, you, you know, you can't take a person to a place you haven't gone yourself. And a mentor said that to me once. And, you know, the reason that this is important to recognize the saboteur and then know that there's something you can do about it is because sometimes we get this sense of powerlessness, Dana, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, yes. And, you know, what have you discovered in helping people understand that that powerlessness is one of the tips that your your saboteur is, you know, like totally active? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, one of, you know, we usually have very uh, repetitive self-saboteurs. There's usually the same theme that shows up. Um, when I'm working with my clients, um, I, there, it's like a mixed bag of, of, of tr- tricks and tips that I offer them. But what I find important is to, and when I'm, you know, first working with them is to find out what's the actual theme 
with your self-saboteur and what is it that you are, where are the places that you're actually giving your power away and what, what were the circumstances and instances when you were younger that started that, that started those beliefs or those vows so that we can go in and reverse them. We can go in mm-hmm. and actually change the periphery of, or change that vow so that you and your inner child can actually work together with this. Because what's so important, I don't think people realize is that in so many ways we abandon ourselves. We abandon that inner child who is seeking love and affection and for whatever reason, whatever we've gone through in our life, on our journey, um, we actually as adults can end up blaming the inner child. So therefore blaming ourselves. So we're holding on to that energy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So one of the things is actually going through that process, but then on a daily basis, because it's not to say it's just going to like excavate it in a snap, you know, um, like for me, this instance this morning, you know, and I'm very open to when I'm sharing because I'm human. And even yeah. though I help people with this or I support people in this, I have it. We all have it. And I actually had a situation this morning where I was like, oh, gosh. And I, I'm very empathic. So I also know that I, I tend to take on the things that are going on around me. And so I have to sometimes sit with that and say, okay, what is mine and what isn't? mine because some of this it's just too heavy I can't hold it you know and 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 then when I when I'm holding this I, I can have the self-saboteur going in like you you're so weak you're you know you're so emotional and um so what I needed to do was actually do some energy work around on myself um around releasing some of this and that's some of the other ways in which I help my my clients but the part of the self-love piece in this that I really want people to get is that right there is self-love, attending to those feelings, not running from them or distracting. And um, what my body was asking for was to move. Um, So I I sometimes offer this to my clients as well, or or I'll just go into like a movement. Yeah. Um, And and just putting on, I have specific songs that just feel within the energy that I'm feeling and letting it go, you know, like, like understanding it's, this is what it is. And when I say let it go, it's not just like, let's get rid of it. Yeah. It's working through it. So I cried a little, you know, I let the tears flow. And let me tell you, I mean, you know, I used to distract from it or run away from it and it would last for days, you know, and you just treat yourself with a little compassion and self-love and understand what's going on. And it's gone. Yeah. It it just moves. Yeah, you know, here's the thing I love about all of this is, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, and it is the one thing that is so easy to do, and yet we don't do it, Mm -hmm. and that is to flip from self-sabotaging ourselves to self-love and compassion. It really is one of the simplest concepts we have but yet it could be so difficult to do. So what can we talk about to get the process going? How do we, in Dana's words, seed self-love? Let's take a short break when we come back. Uh, And for those of you out there, we have a, a session with Dana that she's giving away for one of you out there right now who would love to get some self-love. one 800 930 2819 
Um, first caller, Benny, will get lots of information from you, and Dana will contact you directly. We'll be right back. Take time to realize that your warmth is crashing down. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You, yes you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Frankel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit DrAgnesFrankel.com. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadhyay and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Didn't I, didn't I tell you? But I can't spell it out for you. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. You know, Body Divinity Radio here today with my co-host, Dana Canetto. I'm Dr. Pat from Self-Sabotage to Self-Love. You know, we're talking about the areas that we're allowing ourselves to self-sabotage, to take us over, you know, to stop us from our goals, to stop us from experiencing love. You know, these can hurt us in relationships. They take our power. They take our health. And now we know that we have um, an opportunity to stop this. Uh, We've got a number of instant messages coming in. I want to make sure you all know if you're not able to call in and get some help directly from Dana, um, you can certainly go to the Dr. Pat show and type your question in there. I have a question coming up, um, which we'll bring on air in a minute. You know, Dana, this is a, a topic that touches every aspects of our life, every aspect of our lives. But you know, one of the things I said before the break is: is there really a process? Can we truly seed self-love? And you know, the question that came in here from Jody in our in our feedback was, uh, and I'll paraphrase it because the the text broke up a little bit. Obviously, doing it from the cell phone, right? I love our technology. Hmm. Um, Hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Dana. Uh, How can I love myself when in the relationship I'm in, I am not being shown love, so to speak? This is what it is. That, um, you know, this is really an interesting question because this is going on. You don't have to be in a love relationship. You know, bullying in the workplace is very prominent. Well, we're seeing bullying, you know, in the public, but how do we turn this over? What is this seeding self-love, Dana? Yeah. So what we first want to do is have a conversation, you know, maybe it's through journaling or or whatnot around um, where are the places that you're not feeling the love for yourself? Where are the places where you're attracting situations where there's not love coming back to you in return? And what does that feel like? So with the seeding the self-love, it's first having that awareness that there is the self-saboteur there and it's taking over and taking power over you. And maybe you're not living with your word, which is another way to act and self-love. I think most of us know when we're not in a a place of of, uh, practicing self-love, right? And so, you know, Dr. Pat, you had mentioned this earlier, which is uh, kind of what I was going to go into is about understanding where the actual beliefs came from. So yeah. what, what happened when you were younger or little or what was your journey like that brought on this belief that you're not good enough or that you're not worthy or that you know, um, and, and, and trust, I mean, I'm handing full, this is what I, I'm, I'm all about handing the full reign and power over to people, over to my clients, over to the people that I talk about this with is because, you know, it's within you. And so when you have this question and there's a, you might even be having a situation right now come up in your mind of when you were little and it might be so, it might sound or feel so minuscule, write it down and know that 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 was probably a moment in your life where you had this belief that something's wrong with me or something bad happened and you made a pact with yourself or you, you were blaming yourself or you have resentment over that. The, ne- the next thing is to see how 
the self-saboteur or the way in which that you're not um, treating yourself with self-love, yeah. what is the benefit? What are you, what's the payback? What are you getting from that? So I'm going to give you a tiny example. Yeah. Um, growing up, uh, I was, you know, I just, when I look at my inner child, I just see she's like this little ball of love, right? I just, I remember loving everybody and just wanting to be friends with everybody. I know, and, me too. Right? Yeah. Me too, and right? I mean. everybody, like yeah. a very, like, happy, little, joyful. Now, my family, they, they, they you know, did so many things for us to show their love, but, but there wasn't the affection there and there wasn't the, I love yous. Um, what I did realize when I was little is that any time that I was, I was down or I was sick or I would actually get a lot of love. I would get a lot of attention and, and, and this is a, a minor example of one no, it's of a, the, it's a great example though. Yeah. It's a perfect example though. Well, I would recognize that I would come home and I'd be like excited to see my husband or, and the minute I'd walk in the door, I'd start complaining. Like, and this is a way that you can self-sabotage, by the way, simple complaining because it brings your energy down. It doesn't bring you to that happy place. And I'd start complaining about things and I'd be, you know, all in my misery. And he'd give me a hug with this look in his eyes, like he's taking care of me. And one day I realized I was doing this. I said, why is it that I'm so excited to see him and give him a hug? And, and I'm being like that inner child, like that happy. But yet I walk in the door and all of a sudden, like my in an instant, my body changes. And that was when I realized like, oh my gosh, I, I have this belief that if I'm in my, not in my power and I'm in this place of need or like that something's wrong and I'm upset, that that is how I'm going to receive love. So that's hmm. an example of, um, you know, and it's funny because I can still feel it sometimes creep in and I'm like, no, you know, like you can, you can, you can have and receive love being in your power. You can receive love being in your glory. And in fact, I'd probably receive more love that way, right? That's not the type of love that I want is just consoling. So that was a huge aha for me. So that might yeah. be something, you know, as an example, um, did you want me to go into yeah. the question? Yeah, because yeah. one of the things you're talking about, let's let's convert this. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things we're talking about is how does this relate to the level of 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 disease that's happening and illness right now, you know, and how much of that is happening from a place of story that we tell ourselves yes. that prevents us from healing. Yes. You know, the other part of it is, you know, not as direct as that. It, you know, I, I, I know that it, this is not going to make sense to a lot of you, but I have a friend that smokes and she knows what smoking does. And, you know, from that, there's nothing I can say or do. Mm -hmm. But as, you know, the, the, the wear and tear from smoking builds on in a body, you know, now you're in this place and she comes from the same description you had of growing up, not just with herself, but with her mom always being sick mm. and looking and watching at what attention that brought to everyone. So the model that she she talked to me about here recently was my dad became a different person when my mom got sick and he paid attention to her. He literally changed. And isn't this interesting how we carry these stories forward, oh, Dana? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, 
that is the first step is to understand that these are all just stories. Anything that's not not aligned with your highest good or anything that's not bringing you up in your vibration or frequency, you'll know is somewhere where there's some self-sabotage. And to w- the way to begin the self-love is very simple. It might not be simple at first. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds simple, but it might take a little practice. It's like building a muscle. We can't get abs of steel by talking about setups. We have to actually do them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's about taking in that information and actually transmuting it to a place of compassion. Like, okay, this must be a story that I'm holding on to. And, and okay, so, the, you know, whether you're journaling in it or just having that simple awareness, you know, and that's where you can start looking, not being like pushing it away and getting mad at yourself. Gosh, I'm going through this again. Or the, like you said, smoking or people have with eating and they know they're not eating the right things. Mm-hmm. Find out what is the food replacing? Exactly. Food is replacing something. For me, when I was... Um, you know, I'd binge and then I'd starve and then I'd work out like crazy and, or eat very little. And for me, food was, um, connection. It was love. It was also something I can control. Um, food growing up for me was a time of celebration with the family. That was when we all got together. And I was one of those that loved getting together with my family. So, um, when I was on my own, it was like that, that thing that I needed to fill me up with, uh, connection. I was feeling very disconnected. So understanding that's where we need to understand the origin. That's what's so yeah. important rather yeah. than just taking off the top layer or distracting from it or avoiding it. Yeah. Um, did you want me to answer the other woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about what do we do and how do we do it and how do we go about this when we are surrounded or have surrounded ourselves with people that are literally uh, not treating us well. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a twist to this. Um, and I want to put it in words that are, that, that are understood. Because um, I do believe that Many, many experiences of what we go through in life with our relationships are actually an expression and a reflection of where we are in our process or our life. So I know that, um, you know, if there's somebody that's not, and and I'm saying this as uh, delicately as I can, because I don't want anyone to go into like self-blame on this, because this isn't about self-blame. It's actually a beautiful reflection of what we need to see within ourselves. So I have like three answers to this. And one is, if if there is a lot of, um, you know, maybe maybe someone started a relationship with not a lot of self-love. Mm-hmm. And so this relationship is actually reflecting back to you something that needs to be healed within yourself mm. because only we can, can fill ourselves up. Nobody, yeah. and this is a really hard one to grasp yeah. for myself sometimes, but nobody yeah. can make us feel a certain way. Not if we don't allow it. So that's us giving our power away. And, you know, to the woman who wrote in, I am with you 100%. And I really am because I had to go through this with my husband. And I love a lot of my clients come to me because of relationships and giving their power away. And it's a topic that I love discussing because it's so um, rampant out there, you know, where um, you know, we get triggered on things and we're blaming other people. And yeah, it's really about, uh, 
so, you know, depending on how much, you know, love this person is giving you or, or lack of love, yeah. you want, you want to look at the extent of it. I mean, if it's something that's, that's, and I'm saying this to everybody that's listening, you know, if it's something that's really harmful, um, self-love would be to probably take yourself away from the situation. If it's something that could feel dangerous. Yeah. Yet if it's something that's just, you know, making you feel a certain way, it might be a place where you can look within yourself as to why am I, not why am I attracting, but, um, there is a reason why this experience is happening and yeah. where can I, you know, uh, reign in my power from this person. And oh, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, one of the things you said, and we'll talk about this in a minute, is that, and Benny, I think we'll just skip the break here, is one of the things you talked about is, you know, there's a difference between somebody being, let my word now, a meanie, mm-hmm. right? As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, I used to call my Aunt Mary Mrs. Meanie. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, only in uh, only in New Jersey, right? Would I get away with that? Um, and I did. I called her that for years. And there was a reason I did. Mm. Um, she had a form of discipline that was seriously different than my mom. And, you know, I happen to be one of these people. My mom was sick my entire childhood until she mm. passed away. So I get this topic. But mm. even without that, you know, there are many opportunities for the saboteur to show up. What do we need to do to embody self-love here? This is really the takeaway, Dana. This is the work you do. Yeah. And um, I am, I think what really happens, uh, I have a few things I want to say here, but. Go ahead. I think most of the time when we're going into the place with the self-saboteur, there's a, there's a lot of emotions attached to that, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, whether we're angry or sad or upset. And I'm all about honoring the emotions and I'm all about getting curious with the emotions. So the first thing I want to say with this is to have like embody and practice awareness awareness of the voices, awareness of where you're self-sabotaging yourself. And rather than deflecting or moving away from it, actually moving towards it. And if you're moving towards it and it happens more, Mm -hmm. let it be more. Don't blame Mm -hmm. yourself. You go and you face it and then actually you're going and you're binging more or you're smoking more or you're, that's going to be temporary. Yeah. Because we need to move through the storm sometimes before we can see the sun. Yeah. Like it needs to get really bad for like a little bit. But underst- once we can understand and accept that it might be a little bad for, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. What's what's worse? You know, this, yeah. this thing that's going to be on our, you know, like a thorn in the side forever. Um, and having the self-love is really just the full on acceptance accepting of ourselves, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and giving your body the nurturing it needs your body on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual level. And, and you might want to look into like, what are the things that you're not doing that you love doing? What are you not feeding your soul with? Because I think we can very often, disassociate from those in this world, especially because we need to be busy and we need to be proving ourselves and we are, are defining ourselves and our self-worth by some external thing. 
So, yeah. Know. Yeah. And, you know, here's where we are right now. Um, you know, this is the story that we've heard so many times, Dana. And that is, you know, if you're sitting in an airplane and you have a young child with you or somebody you're caring for, you know, the instruction in the airplane is clear. Uh, you put on your oxygen mask first. Yes. Yes. That's what self-love is about. Mm -hmm. You know, we think we can seek love in other people, other things, other jobs, but this is an inside job and it starts with us, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I love that you said that because yeah. boundary boundaries are oh. a huge, like a huge factor of self-love. And we need to look out for ourselves and be it selfish maybe yeah fine selfish there's nothing wrong with that word <laughs> um, it's it's you know and not worrying about whether we're going to upset somebody else like I can't tell you how many times in the past like earlier in the years where I would do things and just say yes to them because I like I they're going to get mad or but when I started saying no to things and mm -hmm. created like some sacred space around myself and not yeah. doing the things that brought me down, like a whole new world opened up. So, yeah. you know, here's the work you do and you work this. Tell us a little bit for, for, for a minute, the gathering you're doing with the tribes, with the women, you know, give us a, a little bit of a, a, an idea. I know these are powerful and I, it, it's hard to explain, but, You've seen women transform and change right in front of you. Tell us a little bit about what this has been like. Absolutely. And, you know, I had just launched a new program last year, um, which was just downloaded. And I wrote it out literally in like one day. And I said, oh, my God, I sent this blast email out to previous clients. And I said, please, like beta test this with me. And I was floored at their transformation. Mm -hmm. Um, because they came in very, um, like I said, somewhere in the midst of separations or somewhere in the midst of, you know, a divorce or somewhere in the midst of a health challenge or, you know, um, just knowing that they were lost they're they're trying to find their, per I mean, so many reasons where we can have this kind of show up for us. And what I've seen and what I actually see now, uh, when I'm seeing them express themselves out there is just in that place, literally in that place of self-love. What I, what I start with always is learning how to really ground in, grounding into your being, grounding into your body. So we're not constantly out there and uh, thinking from our head and not, you know, you know, a lot of my work has to do with the body. Um, yeah. And it's self-expression. They're able to self-express and whether it be in relationships or in their business. Mm. And, what lifts me up most is when I when I actually hear from them and I get a message, a random message of just how they were able to um, like handle a situation, you know. Or it was even what the funny thing was like one of our last few calls or maybe like the last two. I'd get on the phone with them and I'd be like, okay, you know, this is the you know this uh -huh. is our last call. And I don't want to go into too much detail of it, but they'll be like, I don't know. Like, I feel so great. You know? So yeah. it's like, it's almost like they're done, you know, they don't, but it's so, um, coming to that place of self-honoring of power, sense of power. Mm -hmm. And I have, I had one woman who she no longer sabotages herself with eating. 
oh. when she had some severe like emotional eating happening mm-hmm. and when she fully understood why what the food meant to her and what was happening um she was she was able to transform that and then I had another yeah. woman come who was going through a divorce and she didn't think she could handle it she was having so much anxiety about it and depression and that transformed there was no longer she took such like power over the situation by the end of working together. Yeah. You know what I love about this? It's really, um, you know, for, for people that are listening, we don't really think about food as a self-sabotaging mechanism and there's no question about it. It is. I watch my sister with it and my own challenging challenges with it, but it's not something that we have to, uh, experience in our lives every day. We can do something about it. And that's the work that you've done. And you do, you know, one-on-one coaching with people, not just about this, but about the many, many aspects of how we can step out of ourselves and really live the, the true true nature of who we are. Um, I want to ask you this question. I, I know we have a couple minutes left. You know, what would you say to the folks listening what could they do right now to begin to shift the self-saboteur into a less prominent position in their lives? <laughs> well, I always say this, and again, it sounds so simple, because what I do want to say before I say this is that self-love is not a destination. Um, it's a practice, and it is actually the foundation on which we, we build a happy life. And we can build just so much love and abundance around us. So it is such Mm -hmm. a crucial thing, even though it's not like we can't hold it in our hands, you know. Um, But what I do want to say is to make the choice right now, you know, is to really commit to yourself and, and put it into your intention that whatever, whatever is surfacing for you, even on this call, maybe it's one place in your life you want to start. Maybe it's with eating. Maybe it's with smoking. Maybe it's with just the voices or somewhere where you're stopping yourself is to allow yourself to go there and allow yourself to feel into and, and, and explore what, what that means for you and what has it been stopping you from and where has it been protecting you. You know, yeah. and, and anybody on this call, I would, I, I would love to hear, you know, if anybody's getting anything from this and I mean, by all means, uh, they can email me, you know, I love, I love hearing it. the, you know, I'm very, I'm very, uh, what's the word, um, accessible, you know, yeah. with, even within my coaching, I, I love even my newsletters. Like I love hearing from people and what they're getting. Um, and I would like to share, I, I don't know if I've shared this, uh, Pat, if it's okay. I do have another tribe page and it's actually a free page. It's a private Facebook nice. group. Um, there's no, you know, calls or one-on-one coaching, but if you, if they, you know, anyone wants to, you know, join there first and they can kind of feel into my work and how I communicate and what I more teach about it's, um, it's, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash body awakening tribe. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Dana, thank you so very much for today. Such an important message in the world today. Um, And again, please let folks know the website, let them know, you know, how they can get things moving. Yep. So the website is www.danacanetto, D-A-N-A, 
C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. And you will find in there, you know, how to work with me, the Body Divinity Tribe link is on there. And if you want to just join the, there's over 500 women in my private Facebook group um, where there's interaction and I, I download messages in there every, every, almost every day. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash body awakening tribe, one word. So don't confuse it. It's actually the awakening part awesome. where you, <laughs> <laughs> um, before you get to the divinity part. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, that's where you can find me. And my email is Dana at Dana You were just listening to body divinity radio with Dana Canetto on the Dr. Pat show network. Tune in next month as Dana joins Dr. Pat Basili once again in exciting conversations of guiding women to their true self. Transform yourself from a place of suffering to one of freedom, joy, and purpose. For more information on Dana and the services she offers, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.